spoken to the other captains, and I wanted to offer you the chance to explain your actions. I wasn't aware that my actions required any explanation. You were given a direct order to return to Zion. I did. But you asked for one ship to remain behind. I would have stayed, but I needed to recharge my ship. So you admit to a direct contravention of your duty. It has nothing to do with you or me. Morpheus does what he believes he has to do. Then I'll do what I have to. You can't. Why? Because you need him. The hell I do. Commander, we need a presence inside the Matrix to await contact from the Oracle. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't care about oracles or prophecies or messiahs. I care about one thing. Stopping that army from destroying this city. And to do that, I need soldiers to obey my orders. Jason, can you honestly tell me what went through your mind when you saw the tape from the Osiris? Exactly. I thought the same thing. Anybody from this city would. Every damn one of them. Except him. With all due respect, Commander, there is only one way to save our city. How? Neo. God damn it, Morpheus. Not everyone believes what you believe. My beliefs do not require them to. The more I think about it, the more I think it's meant to be. Now it's fate. I mean, you're the reason I'm here, Neo. I told you, kid, you found me. I didn't find you. I know, but you got me out. You saved me. You saved yourself. To keep the commandments is to choose to exist in the image of the Creator. That image is immune. Welcome to choosing immunity. The artificial mirror world. We are building a one-to-one -one map of almost unimaginable scope. When it's complete, our physical reality will merge with the digital universe. Augmented reality is the technology underpinning the mirror world. It is the awkward newborn that will grow into a giant. Mirror worlds immerse you without removing you from the space. You are still present, but on a different plane of reality. Think Frodo when he puts on the one ring. Rather than cutting you off from the world, they form a new connection to it. writes Kiichi Matsuda, former creative director for Leap Motion, a company that develops hand gesture technology for augmented reality. The full blossoming of the mirror world is waiting for cheap, always on, wearable glasses. Speculation has been rising that one of the largest tech companies may be developing just such a product. Apple has been on an augmented reality hiring spree and recently acquired the startup called Aconia Holographics that specializes in thin, 
transparent, smart glass lenses. Augmented reality is going to change everything, Apple CEO Tim Cook said during an earnings call in late 2017. I think it's profound, and I think Apple is in a really unique position to lead in this area. But you don't need to use augmented reality glasses. You can engage using almost any kind of device. You kind of do this today with Google's Pixel phone, but without the convincing presence that you get with 3D visors. Even now, wearables like watches or smart clothes can detect the proto mirror world and interact with it. Everything connected to the internet will be connected to the mirror world and anything connected to the mirror world will see and be seen by everything else in this interconnected environment. Watches will detect chairs. Chairs will detect spreadsheets. Glasses will detect watches. Even under a sleeve, tablets will see the inside of a turbine. Turbines will see workers around them. The rise of a massive mirror world will rely in part on a fundamental shift underway right now. Away from phone-centric life, and toward a technology that is two centuries old, the camera. To recreate a map that is as big as the globe in 3D, no less, you need to photograph all places and all things from every possible angle, all the time. Which means you need to have a planet full of cameras that are always on. We are making that distributed, all-seeing camera network by reducing cameras to pinpoint electric eyes that can be placed anywhere and everywhere. Like computer chips before them, cameras are becoming better, cheaper, and smaller every year. There may be two in your phone already and a couple more in your car. Most of these newer, Artificial eyes will be right in front of our own eyes, on glasses, or in contacts, so that wherever we humans look, that scene will be captured. Hmm. The heavy atoms in cameras will continue to be replaced with bits of weightless software, shrinking them down to microscopic dots, scanning the environment 24 hours a day. The mirror world will be a world governed by light rays zipping around, coming into cameras, leaving displays, entering eyes, and never-ending streams of photons painting forms that we walk through and visible ghosts that we touch. The laws of light will govern what is possible. New technologies bestow new superpowers. We gain super speed with jet planes, super healing powers with antibiotics, super hearing with the radio, 
the mirror world promises supervision. <laughs> the mirror world promises supervision. We'll have a type of x-ray vision able to see into objects via their virtual ghosts, exploding them into constituent parts, able to untangle their circuits visually. Just as past generations gained textual literacy in school, learning how to master the written form from alphabets to indexes, the next generation will master visual literacy. A properly educated person will be able to create a 3D image inside of a 3D landscape nearly as fast as one can type today. They will know how to search all videos ever made for the visual idea they have in their head without needing words. The complexities of color and the rules of perspective will be commonly understood like the rules of grammar it will be the photonic error. But here's the most important thing. Robots will see this world. Indeed, this is already the perspective from which self-driving cars and robots see the world today that of reality fused with a virtual shadow. When a robot is finally able to walk down a busy city street, the view it will have in its silicone eyes and mind will be the mirror world version of that street. The robot's success in navigating will depend on previously mapped contours of the road. Existing 3D scans of the light posts and fire hydrants on the sidewalks of the precise municipal position of traffic signs, of the exquisite details on doorways and shop windows rendered by landlord scans. Of course, like all interactions in the mirror world, this virtual realm will be layered over the view of the physical world. So the robot will also see the real-time movements of people as they walk by. The same will be true of the AIs driving cars. They too will be immersed in the mirror world. They will rely on the fully digitized version of roads and cars provided by the platform. Much of the real-time digitization of moving things will be done by other cars as they drive around themselves because all that a robot sees will be instantly projected into the mirror world for the benefit of other machines. When a robot looks, it will be both seeing for itself and providing a scan for other robots. <laughs> In the mirror world too, virtual bots will become embodied They'll get a virtual 3D photorealistic shell, whether machine, animal, human, or alien. Inside the mirror world, agents like Siri and Alexa will take on 3D forms that can see 
NBC. Their eyes will be the embedded billion eyes of the matrix. They will be able to not just hear our voices, but also by watching our virtual avatars to see our gestures and pick up on our micro expressions and moves. Their spatial forms, faces, limbs, will also increase the nuances of their interactions with us. The mirror world will be the badly needed interface where we meet AIs, which otherwise are abstract spirits in the cloud. Hmm. Hmm. There is another way to look at objects in the mirror world. They can be dual use, performing different roles in different planes. We can pick up a pencil and use it as a magic wand. We can turn our tables into touchscreens, Matsuda writes. We will be able to mess not only with the locations and rows of objects, but with the time as well. Say I'm walking along a path beside the Hudson River, the real Hudson River, and I notice a wren's nest that my bird watching friend would be keen to know about. So I leave a virtual note along the path for her. It remains there until she passes by. We saw the same phenomenon of persistence with Pokemon Go. Virtual creatures remaining in a real physical location, waiting to be encountered. Time is a dimension in the mirror world that can be adjusted. Unlike the real world, but very much like the world of software apps, you will be able to scroll back. History will be like a verb. With the swipe of your hand, you will be able to go back in time at any location and see what came before. You will be able to lay a reconstructed 19th century view right over the present reality. To visit an earlier time at a location, you simply revert to a previous version kept in the log. The entire mirror world will be like a word or Photoshop file that you can keep undoing. Or you'll scroll in the other direction. Four, artists might create future versions of a place in a place. The verisimilitude of such crafty world building will be revolutionary. These scroll forward scenarios will have the heft of reality because they will be derived from a full-scale present world. In this way, the mirror world may best be referred to as a 4D world. Like the web and social media before it, the mirror world will unfold and grow, producing unintended problems and unexpected benefits. Start with the business model. We will try to jumpstart the platform with the shortcut of advertising, 
On a macro scale, the mirror world will exhibit the crucial characteristic of increasing returns. The more people use it, the better it gets. The better it gets, the more people will use it, and so on. That self-reinforcing circuit is the prime logic of platforms. And that's why platforms like the web and social media grow so fast and so vast. But this dynamic is also known as winner take all. This is why one or two parties come to dominate platforms. We are just now trying to figure out how to deal with these natural monopolies. These strange new beasts like Facebook and Google and WeChat, which have the characteristics of governments as well as corporations. To muddy the view further, all these platforms are messy mixtures of centralization and decentralization. In the long term, the mirror world can only sustain itself as a utility. Like other utilities, such as water, electricity, or broadband will have to pay a regular recurring fee, a subscription. The emergence of the mirror world will affect us all at a deeply personal level. We know there will be severe physiological and psychological effects of dwelling in dual worlds. We've already learned that from our experience living in cyberspace and virtual realities but we don't know what these effects will be, much less how to prepare for them or avoid them. We don't even know the exact cognitive mechanism that makes the illusion of augmented reality work in the first place. The great paradox that is the only way to understand how augmented reality works is to build augmented reality and test ourselves in it. It's weirdly recursive. The technology itself is the microscope needed to inspect the effects of the technology. But that principle is unworkable because the old technologies we are in the process of replacing are even less safe. Blockchain has been looking for a job and ensuring the integrity of an open mirror world might be what it was born to do. There are enthusiastic people working on that possibility right now. Unfortunately, it is not too difficult to imagine scenarios where the mirror world is extensively centralized, perhaps by a government. Without exception, every researcher in this field that I've spoken to has been acutely aware of these divergent paths and claims to be working towards a decentralized model for many reasons, including the chief one that a decentralized and open platform will be richer and more robust. Clay Bavor, Vice President of Augmented Reality and Virtual Reality at Google, says, we want an open service that gets better each time someone uses it, 
like the web. The mirror world will raise major privacy concerns. It will, after all, contain a billion eyes glancing at every point converging into one continuous view. The mirror world will create so much data, big data, from its legions of eyes and other sensors that we can't imagine its scale right now. To make this spatial realm work, to synchronize the virtual twins of all places and all things with the real places and things, while rendering it visible to millions, will require tracking people and things to a degree that can only be called a total surveillance state. It will require tracking people and things to a degree that can only be called a total surveillance state. From the earliest stirrings of the internet, the digital world was seen as a disembodied cyberspace an intangible realm separated from the physical world. And so, unlike material existence, this electronic space could claim its own rules. In many respects, the virtual and physical worlds have indeed run in parallel, never meeting. In the virtual, there was a sense of infinite liberty unleashed by disconnecting from physical form, free from friction, gravity, momentum, and all the Newtonian constraints holding us back. Who wouldn't want to escape into cyberspace to become the best or worse version of themselves? Hmm. Hmm. The mirror world bends that trajectory upon itself. Rather than continue two separate realms, this new platform melds the two so that digital bits are embedded into materials made of atoms. You interact with the virtual by interacting with the physical, moving your muscles. Information about that famous water fountain in a Roman plaza can be found at that fountain in Rome. To troubleshoot a 180-foot wind turbine, we troubleshoot its digital ghost. Picking up a towel in your bathroom and it becomes a magical cape. We will come to depend on the fact that every object contains its corresponding bits, almost as if every atom has its ghost and every ghost has its shell. this artificial mirror world that they're looking to create. It's gonna be consciousness, it's gonna be conscious within itself. It's gonna be one long continuous view 
one robot or sensor will be linked to another robot or sensor, which is linked to all of them, which is also linked to all of the cameras, which is also linked to the matrix itself. The concept of this artificial mirror realm is the concept of Earth. But we're seeing or we're allowed to see this mirror realm through the eyes of the creator. We cannot see this Earth through the eyes of the creator. They are attempting to become higher than the creator. This is only possible if we do not exalt our creator higher than this realm that they're attempting to bring into manifestation. The article used in this segment can be found at wired.com. That's W-I-R ed.com if you search ar mirror world it should come up yeah if you ain't time about the drop, then what is you saying? Four, three, two. Hey, we're not allowed to say anything, so stop asking. People must be told what is happening. Of course, Counselor. But might I advise a level of discretion concerning specific details? We do not wish to start a panic. Quite right. Panic is not what anyone wants. What about you, Captain? What would you advise? The truth. No one will panic, because there is nothing to fear. That army will never reach the gates of Zion. What makes you so sure? Consider what we have seen, Counselor. Consider that in the past six months, we have freed more minds than in six years. This attack is an act of desperation. I believe very soon the prophecy will be fulfilled, and this war will end. I hope you're right, Captain. I do not believe it to be a matter of hope, Counselor. It is simply a matter of time. Zion, hear me! It is true what many of you have heard. The machines have gathered an army, and as I speak, that army is drawing nearer to our home. Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here before you now, truthfully unafraid. Why? Because I believe something you do not? No. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. I remember that for 100 years 
They have sent their armies to destroy us. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! Tonight, let us shake this cave. Tonight, let us tremble these halls of earth, steel, and stone. Let us be heard from red car to black sky. Tonight, let us make them remember. This is Zion, and we are not afraid. keep the commandments is to choose to exist in the image of the creator. That image is immune. Welcome to choosing immunity.